0: When it comes to major sport in this town, the, the most influential figure is both the chairman of the SCG Trust and the chairman of Venues New South Wales is Tony Shepherd. I presume he's thrust forward as the spokesman for Sydney's miserable weather as well. Tony, it's great to have you on SEN Test
1: Cricket. Yeah, thank you, Jared. I mean, coming from Melbourne talking about miserable weather is a, a bit of a conflict there. And yet I feel
0: I have the moral high ground right now, Tony. Not often. Um, how how how's yesterday to sit through knowing what the, the Showpieces to this town and Jane McGrath. It's, it's very
1: frustrating. It's very frustrating. But it, look, Sydney has a lot of rain. Um, we're in the middle of uh, our third La Nina, and it's worse than normal. But we've just got to live with it and get on with the game. And that's why we invented the Super Soga here in New yes. South Wales. <laughs> we we are inventive when it comes to getting over difficulty. But this is a very important game. Like 22,500 people stayed here all day waiting for the, yesterday for it to come on. That's the degree of dedication. So this is a very important test for or, or cricket game for for New South Wales people. We have... Hundreds of them, thousands of them, coming in from regional New South Wales every year. This is their annual pilgrimage is to the SCG for this test. So it's very important from a community point of view. But in terms of the strength of cricket in New South Wales, and we do provide half the yes the Australian team, including the skipper. So we're quite important. In cricket. You are, yeah. But it's also you know when you move around, I love this is what I love about cricket crowds. You know, so many children there. And this is where you inspire people. This is my inspiration. I have to confess, when I was six years old, Dad took me to the MCG, saw a Sheffield Shore game, fell in love with cricket, and I can't get over it. I'm still there. (laughs) Is is, is it the right time of year for it climactically, Tony? Look, I think it is from a, a game point of view particularly. The players need to get a break, you know, after... Boxing Day and what have you. Um, you, you But, you know, you don't want to run too hard into the next season sort of thing, and the players then need to get ready for their international tours and and all that sort of thing. So I think it's well-spaced. But, you know, we do get a bit of rain here, and sometimes it does disrupt play, but we've just got to get through that, and we'll go on. and It'll it'll be a good season next year because I think we're going to get El Nino next year, which will mean we'll be in the middle of a drought. Right. (laughs) Is the... Is the summer any more reliable in December
0: in Sydney than it is in January? It's, it's
1: a little bit. Uh, you probably get into November before it becomes far more reliable. So and that's when we have the Olympics in September and November, yep. sort of thing. But that then runs into football and other other problems. So you've got to be careful there too.
0: So w- would you ever consider not having? the new year's test and transplanting to a different time frame no I
1: don't think so I I think it's just this is the tradition and we just got to live with the the climate
0: yep in what happened on day one with the bad lights did did you know did you ask any questions around the lights around was there anything that might have been different that would have allowed for play
1: yeah okay well look I, I had a uh, a chat yesterday with Nick Hockley, who's a great guy, terrific fellow, I think he's doing a wonderful job at cricket, and, uh, on a raise with him, a couple of options there, and I said well look, we can make it a pink ball test and one of our directors, Jane she suggested, why don't we have a pink ball test and then sell the balls after the game and put the proceeds into the McGrath Foundation which is by the way, is heading towards five, five million yeah. this year, which is pr- terrific which is a good, good idea or the alternative would be uh, if you had that sort of light issue towards the end of the day, just have a bag of pink balls there, worn ones and substitute them and finish the game with that. In my view, you know, cricket and all sports, elite sports, survive on fans. So we eyeballs or present. And the show must go on. So we should do everything in our power to make sure that we don't have that happen again. Uh, I, I don't think it's happened previously in similar circumstances, the SCG, in my experience. But if it's becoming more often than with climate change and what have you, well, I think that's something we should fix. And if using a pink ball works, why not? The most beautiful images of the SCG are at dusk. It is lovely, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. So w- would you seriously consider the pink test
0: becoming a pink ball test? Oh, I would. Yep,
1: absolutely. Yeah, we could do a day-nighter or we could just use a pink ball the whole game. Um, somebody somebody said, "Well, you know, it's an advantage to the to the batters because they can eye the ball easier." I said, "Well, yes, but in cricket, both teams do get a chance to bat, <laughs> so but it's even, and uh, maybe we get some big hit, bigger hits even. So I, I think it'd be quite good. But I, I'm sure McGrath Foundation would love us if yeah. we could just get the the pink ball at the pink ball at the pink test. I think it'd be good." Yeah. Uh, so the
0: light towers here aren't the LED lights yes. Is there a plan to upgrade uh,
1: them? Look, the light towers are as powerful, as powerful as you could get. And I don't think there's anything wrong with the technology. I've checked them all out there and everybody says, listen... You get any more illumination, you'll be blinding people, sort of stuff. So, we could probably light half of Sydney with this town, right? So, that that wasn't that's part not, of what that's was not, happening on not, day no, one. That's not the issue, yep. It was not the issue. It was that twilight and that gloom and that midpoint between being dark and being so. If it was totally dark and the lights were on, it would have been fine, yep. And you would have needed a pink ball, then, of course, obviously, yep. yeah. in the master plan for for
0: what's to be done here at the ground. How how extensive is it? It's a charming ground and there are parts of it that are now old. And and clearly there's a a plan around what needs to be modernised.
1: Well, it's it's true. Um, Look, the Churchill-Barongle and the O'Reilly are starting to show serious signs of age and they would be the next one on the agenda for us. But um, coming into an election, you don't raise those issues with the government. <laughs> we've well, got too many mouths to feed at the yep. moment. But I think that would be the next, the, the next two obvious ones to fix. What yeah.
0: sort of timeline would, would you like to see that happen? Are
1: we talking oh, a few years, a lot of years? No, Well, hopefully in the foreseeable future we can get onto that bit. But again, we've got to recognise all governments in Australia now are under huge budgetary yep. pressure. And there's a lot of mouths to feed, and you've got to be careful. You've yep. got to be a bit more realistic about what can be done and what can't be done. So we might stage those 2 You know, I'd probably start with the O'Reilly and then move on to the Churchill Bronco.
0: And yeah. would they be would they be tear downs and rebuilds? Would yes, they, definitely.
1: Yeah, both stands are old fashioned design and really do not not suit the modern environment you know they they don't have enough toilets the access ways are too narrow and what have you and all that stuff and the basements are just not big enough for all the gear and kit that you need to bring in for a modern game yeah. yep so yeah
0: if those are you mindful of that if those things don't happen and I'm, this is sort of part of the pressure point is this is such a central part of what sydney is yes that it can be very outdated
1: it if, can, if kept, I, I agree. I agree. Look, cricket is certainly putting pressure on us. There's no doubt about that. And I agree with them. I think it needs to be done. But again, we've got to be pragmatic yep. and realistic in terms of the budgetary situation that all Australian governments are at the moment. So you we know, don't, don't want to be too greedy, put yeah. it that way. Yeah. So
0: the bigger picture in Sydney is it's striking what has been built next door at the football stadiums. Yes. And not without its pressure points along the way, <laughs> clearly. Are, are, yeah. you, are you happy with what's been built? It is
1: absolutely exactly what we wanted. We put everything in it that we needed. We, I'd travelled the world and looked at stadiums and our staff had as well and we knew exactly what we wanted and we've got what we wanted. It's a great stadium and it will, it will last for many, many, many years as a result of that investment, yeah.
0: Well, why didn't you put a roof on it?
1: Uh, again it was cost issue yeah. yeah that was a cost issue It was uh, you know significantly more expensive so anyway i still think we do we could do with a roof stadium in sydney maybe out at uh, acor which is stadium australia sometime in the future yep yeah. so a, a big Roof Stadium rather yeah. than a boutique roof stadium. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bigger
0: than Melbourne. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, that, that's the idea of the roof stadium has is, is been raised everywhere. Isn't it, it, it has,
1: it has. Well, look, it's been a huge success in Melbourne. I mean, I've spent a lot of time at Marvel, and it is it is, a, it is a, a really good stadium, and it's it's certainly been worth every cent that's been put into it, and it attracts a big crowd, and you can be hundred percent guaranteed on the weather conditions, whether it for a game. Of football or cricket or a concert, Jerry, as you know, you're going to be dry. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Do you get a reasonable hearing on that front or is that going oh, to yeah. take a little while to, to That's another one that's always got to be pragmatic yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. But that one might be an economic, economically, I think, could be very, very strong. The economics of that could be very strong.
0: How's the bounce back of major events been in this state from the pandemic years?
1: Look, it's been very good. Yeah, uh, this test is an example. I mean, it's a pity about the rain, but, um, you know, everybody wants to get back in. There doesn't seem to be any great uh, COVID reluctance, I'd say, Jared. I think I'm happy with that. I think that we've put on some big concerts and stuff like that. Elton John sold out and, you know, that that sort of thing. So there doesn't seem to be a COVID reluctance, and I think there's a pent-up demand for major events, whether they're sporting or entertainment or what have you. The PET project in Melbourne uh, for the
0: MCC was to inquire about an India-Pakistan test match after what we saw at the World Cup. Have you got a PET project here in Sydney, a dream project that you'd like to bring to fruition? Not not that I'll disclose at the stage. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. How active are the conversations around trying to stage an, a, an NFL game, regular season game? Look,
1: I'd love that. Um, I, I went to the um, Super Bowl this, last year and um, I spent some time with the NFL and with the head of uh, international expansion and we, we explored that. It's a bit early yet, but um, I think uh, the NFL is concentrating mainly on Europe now. Uh, but uh, I think they've got some interest. And I, there's an increasing number of Australian players going into the yep. NFLs, and they're starting to realise hey, there's something here, buddy. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that sort of stuff. I, I'd love to have a Super Bowl, a, a, an NFL game for points here. I think it'd be good. We've had we've had baseball games for points here at the at the SCG. Phenomenal success. Yeah. yeah. So uh, those European games have been outrageously
0: successful. for the NFL. They, they have. It, I honestly believe if, if we landed one here, you'd sell it out sixfold. There would you be would. so much demand
1: for I agree. it. agree. I agree. I think the, yeah. I think the. Uh, I think the economically, they'd be extremely advantageous, and I think Australian fans would love it. I mean, this is a sport obsessed country. Yeah. <laughs> we all watch ESPN. We all watch the English Premier League. I mean, there's just we're, we're un, insatiable, <laughs> basically.
0: When you have the conversations, are we breaking down the? It's a long way away, or is it still that old prejudice? It's a it's long, a long way, way away. Yeah, I
1: said that they fly out here for a test, for, for to review it, and they. Oh my god! I didn't realise how long it could spend in airplane. So we've been doing it our whole lives. We yeah. don't care about that anymore. We're used to it. Yeah, yeah. But, uh, but see, like in football, in soccer, of course, those players are so used to flying all over the world, it's just not a problem for them. I think they're the most resilient travellers in the world. Yeah. They just go from one game to another. So I think it's just a subject of conditioning people. Yeah. Yeah, we've yeah. got to convince them to, yeah. to come. It's not yeah. that bad. It's not that bad. Um we had the Prime Minister in here
0: yesterday in, in that very seat, Tony, we we spoke about the, the Tasmanian stadium and the AFL bid. Um, I'm just curious, as the chairman of the Giants, where's your mindset with that at the moment?
1: Well, I think it's up to the AFL if they want to go ahead with that. I mean, Tasmania is a very AFL-prone state, and if they're prepared to make that investment in the new stadium, it's entirely up to them. Uh, And if that stacks up economically, go ahead and do it. But don't forget the northern expansion while you're doing it. That's the, The but is don't forget the northern expansion. We're still working on that. We've got a way to go and uh, it's worth the investment because there's millions of fans in New South Wales to be converted. Yep, yep. <laughs> are you a locked-in yes vote on Tassie, or are you...? Yes, I am. Yeah, we did. Yeah, we we said, oh, well, it's up to you, you guys, and if you think it makes sense and it's economic, yeah, we'll support it.
0: Should it be conditional on the stadium or with two functional AFL grounds there already, then that's the bonus piece? Well, I
1: think, uh, I think AFL is very keen to get the new stadium there and, and upgrade the facility significantly, yeah. Uh, the facilities there now aren't too bad by any stretch of the imagination, uh, uh, but uh, I think if they want to have a, a premier team there, they they probably do need no, to upgrade. Yep. Yep. You don't know who's replacing Gil, do you? <laughs> no, I don't know. I might, might might be Gil. <laughs> <laughs> Are you
0: surprised it's taken so long?
1: Oh, not really. No, it's hard. It's a hard switch to make, and um, you know he's done a great job. Gil. He's a you know he's an outstanding CEO and. You've got to have a have a look at the AFL, have a look at how it's grown, how it's sustained itself during the pandemic, and what it's come out, what its balance sheet is like. So yeah, we, now we all whinge, but um, yeah, we're we're in a rude good health at the AFL, which I'm am very proud of being part of. Yeah.
0: Would you like to see the second gather round here in in New South Wales?
1: Absolutely. Should the first one have been here? Probably not a bad idea to do a trial run. You know, we're not a, you know, we we haven't had a lot of experience here at running that sort of uh, uh, pageant here in Sydney. So I think it was probably a good idea, and, have, and we'll send people down to have a good look at it yep. and see how it goes and get the do's and don'ts, as it were. Yeah. Would it be a success here? I think it would be a great success. Yeah. If you put on something special in Sydney, it's got to be special, something unusual. They'll come, they'll come. Yeah. But you've got to be special. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. think that
0: would be special. So, yeah. Tony, it's always good to catch up with you. Yeah. Hopefully, uh, I'm more optimistic now that we'll get some play than, than we were at any stage so, yesterday.
1: Yeah. That's it, Gerard. Just keep
0: praying. Good <laughs> <laughs> on Tony Shepherd is the chairman of the SCG Trust and also of Venues New South Wales, the Giants oh. as well. Um, help the McGrath Foundation make this NRMA insurance pink test one to remember by your virtual pink seats at PinkTest.com. Dot au, there is going to be a ceremony before today's play. That's certainly what the plan was and when Glenn McGrath left us yesterday.